Hi there. I see that you made it over to the new tips and talk portion of the podcast. These are bite-sized topics that I pull from community questions and things that I'm observing in the world of handmade small business. Today, we're going to talk about your brand. What's involved in your brand? How do you manage your brand? What's the reason for your brand in the first place? When you first think about a brand, what do you think of? I'm curious. You think of, oh, well, the colors, my graphics, so maybe some of the imagery, or my logo, for sure, what type of a logo I have. All of these visual elements make up the brand. But guess what? There is so, so, so much more than that. And the importance of understanding and knowing this is if your brand is not on point, unconsciously, anybody who sees you at any touch point within your business, if your brand isn't on point, it leaves a disconnect and it will provide a barrier and prevent people from buying from you. So we just talked about the fact that the obvious things about a brand are the visuals. But guess what else is part of your brand? How you show up on social. Not just the images that you put on social, but how you communicate through posting. Face-to-face interactions when you're out at a craft show or you're at a farmer's market. The receptivity that you provide when people come up to your booth. Or just the way you interact with people, or not, (laughs) when you're at your booth. Have you ever gone up to a table at a craft show and the person who's working the table is sitting on their cell phone behind the table, doesn't even acknowledge your presence, doesn't say hi, doesn't even show that they're available if you have any questions to ask? That is part of your brand. And that leaves a feeling, an impact. If you're in a situation where people call and someone's answering the phone for you or you're answering the phone, this subtle message that someone gets in terms of your receptivity, is part of your brand. When someone lands on your website, does it load quickly? Are the images matching what someone saw at a craft show when they were with you in person? Does it look like even the same company? All of that is branding. The checkout experience on your website, or in person for that matter, Is it friendly? Is it smooth? Is it easygoing? Do you answer questions? Do you look like you have it together in terms of what your system is? It leaves an impression, and impressions are part of the brand. Same with packaging. Same with any type of follow-up that you do. Email, newsletters, customer support, all of this together. Every single touch point of this together is part of your brand. Have you ever heard the saying from Maya Angelou, it's not what you say, it's not what you do, it's how you make people feel? It's all these things that we just talked about, that whole list that I just described, all of that together leads to a feeling on behalf of your customer, and that is representative of your brand. Your vibe attracts your tribe. So with your brand, depending on the energy and the vibe that you're putting out, is the type of energy and vibe that you're going to get back. I was exposed to this for the very first time before I even got into a lot of my corporate experience and certainly before I started my own businesses. I was introduced to this whole idea of a brand because I was working with the Chicago Bears. 
And they were real sticklers on staying true to a brand. From the way we presented ourselves in public to how we looked, how we dressed, how we spoke. Now, a lot of that I get would not fly in this day and age, but back then it did. And it was all about branding. And it worked because when I was affiliated with them, we won the Super Bowl, Chicago Bears. (laughs) Remember the Super Bowl shuffle? Let's swing this over to you. The truth is, whether you like it or not, branding exists no matter what. So you are putting out a brand, whether you know it or not, and that brand can either attract or detract from a sale. It can walk someone over the line saying, yes, I want to do business with this person. I love the way I'm feeling, the interaction that I'm having, the whole experience that I'm having with the brand, or it can be something that puts someone off and saying, I don't trust this. There's just something not right about this company. So which way do you want to go? Obviously, attracting the right people and developing trust and a good feeling so that they're going to want to do business with you and be loyal. So what do you do to make sure that your brand is on point? I have two steps for you. The first step is define what your brand is all about. And I'm not talking about the colors and the imagery and the graphics. I want you to step back a minute and think of adjectives. Three adjectives that you want people to walk away from interaction with your company and feel. So for Gift Biz Unwrapped, our adjectives are friendly and helpful and approachable. And guess what? I make this super easy because it's the same adjectives for the ribbon print company. We want to appear friendly so it's just fun to hang around us, whether we're at booths at a show, whether I'm talking with people during classes, whether I'm on Instagram Live with you. I want it to be friendly and casual and comfortable. Helpful with the ribbon print company, obviously. How do you work the printers? Are the printers right for your particular business? What types of solutions in terms of handmade product businesses and starting businesses on the gift biz side? Being helpful, providing information, helping you advance forward in whatever your mission is. And then approachable. You know how some of the more upscale women's clothing stores used to be where there was a wood door that you had to open and walk in. And when you walked in, there was a sparse room and maybe clothes along both sides of the walls, but dare you touch them because someone's going to serve you. That doesn't feel very approachable. And I know you've also run into people who just by personality seem like if you want to ask them a question, you're interrupting their day. (laughs) They're not approachable. So I'll ask you, what adjectives would you want to use to describe how people will feel about the experience that they have with your business? Think that through. What are those adjectives? And after you define that, then layer on top all the touch points of your business and make sure that they align with those adjectives. This is then when we get into the colors the imagery, how you act with people when you're in person and online, how your website feels. Is the vibe consistent? Are those three adjectives consistent as someone goes from one touch point to another touch point within your business? 
if they're not consistent, people will first off wonder if they're dealing with the same company. And second, it leaves this subtle underlying feeling of distrust because there's a disconnect between the two. But when everything's smooth and everything's in line and when people have seen you at a craft show and then they go onto your website or your social media sites and they're seeing more of the same thing, then it develops a level of trust. You'll also want to make sure that if you have people who are working booths for you or are working to help fill orders for you, to share your adjectives, to share the words that are part of your brand so that they can be in sync with everything that you're trying to represent as your company. So this is how a solid brand forms. And as you can see now, it's way more than just your colors or your logo or other images you use on social or elsewhere. It's every single touch point that you have with your business. If you do it right, you're going to be attracting people who are going to buy from you and who are going to be loyal to you versus putting a stumbling block in the way because your brand is not on point. If you think of branding for Apple, it's very sophisticated and sleek by the way their logo is. It's also very professional, which obviously falls in line with what Apple products provide. When you go to an Apple store, if you need help, you go to this section. If you're going to just look at products, you'll have someone who will assist you in another way. The checkout system is very sophisticated as well, right? You don't go to a counter. They just check you out on, obviously, their products. Everything is very sleek, very streamlined, and very professional, and to a high level of sophistication, if you will. Their whole brand is in line. Think of another fun example. Let's go with Starbucks. Okay, so Starbucks has its very crisp logo. It's highly recognizable in the stores, on their cups, in social media, everywhere. That's easy enough. Their stores are all very similar, which I think is important to that brand because when you are a Starbucks follower, you're expecting to see the same types of things in a shop right here in my local community that I would see in any other town that I would visit. Also, even at the airports, I'd say, you know, everything stays on brand. You know from just the signage and the way you work through the process of your order that it's all the same. So that's when I talk about consistency in a brand. If you're a Starbucks follower, you know what to expect when you go in the store. You know where the display counter is going to be if you're going to get something to eat. You know the wording that you should use when you're ordering your coffee. You know that then after you order, you're going to go over to another side place and pick up your coffee with the stoppers or the sleeves or whatever it's going to be. The other thing that Starbucks is known for, of course, is getting people together. Now, not so much this past year when we couldn't sit in the Starbucks shops, but that camaraderie, I know that they've taken a lot of that online. The other thing about the brand that I think is significant and fun are always the holiday cups. You know, everyone's waiting to see what those holiday cups are going to be every single year, the design. And they do that consistently year after year. We can expect that from the brand. So that's a way I would use Starbucks as a model for what we're talking about with branding. 
in summary and just to close this all off, your brand is such a significant, important, and vital representation of your company overall, and you do have complete control over it, but you want to make sure that you're including all the elements that are part of the brand, and you want to make sure that they're consistent from place to place to place. So when people interact with you, they know what to expect from you. You've developed a level of trust with them. You've imparted the feeling that you've been trying to provide through those three adjectives. And in return, you're going to have people who are connected with your brand and will want to buy. That's a wrap. I'm a get to the point kind of girl. And this is what you can expect from these quick midweek sessions. Now it's your turn. Go out and fulfill that dream of yours. Share your handmade products with us. We want them and they bring us both so much happiness. (laughs) 